Blog Talk Radio.
Of the true Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah.
Let me see what I got in this box. Let me see what you understand from them. That's the great thing. So, it's a good enough for our business, and I, I, I like to see it, but that ain't it. And that's the great thing. So, you know what I hear when you tell you all about the broadcast? All about this broadcast on case number 69. When we pick it back off the hill, it means um, we'll broadcast tomorrow now, but you can't check the young live on Paratalk. Young live will be on that at 8 o'clock sharp, and we're going to rewait the right to that tomorrow, but on this broadcast, we'll broadcast tomorrow. Back on the hill, we'll wait for 6 o'clock. So far, I don't even tell y'all about the broadcast and everything you know. And give me a piggyback on what he put on the table. So you really are Elder, Elder, Mr. Tilly, Israel from the tribe of Judah. You say, Elder, Mr. Tilly, y'all thought he was going to say what? And I'm going yesterday, and she was going to say, well, and the name, Yaqua. I didn't know how they know, and I didn't know, Elder, the box still has been written, pretty mad and open. We can't even broadcast and not to edify ourselves, but we've been told to, to help the twelve tribes of Israel. We're not anti-anybody. But we know the twelve tribes of Israel got a, a lot to understand that have been really from them, and we try to bring it back to their attention. Just in the right of hell. If you want this man to come back and get in your life, you got to reflect what he got written. Showing you that you can go into captivity for disobedience, but you also tell you you can come out of captivity by coming back to the law of second command. So, Elder, let me tell you, Lord Almighty, I'm going to you for take 69, 50 times. As long as you're going to give me a little to you, be a couple of great. And say what you got to go and tell you for take on 59. Come on. Thank you very much, Uncle Bishop. Thank you for bringing me into the cast, uh, the large cast of people that continue. I need to speak tonight. It's a great pleasure to be among those many people that really listen to the righteous words of that one. And that's always a good thing. Because I always say the more listening, the more that one's word will get out to the right people. Because we do know, you have to remember, the more righteous job is to lead your state. And this is what they need to do. They're trying to lead your state to promote to learning God one good. But this is why we don't find you to start to use a bad teaching and live back the grounds for righteous learning and Christianity. And welcome to think that as near for King from the other guy walk us and walk us. The Christian Lord will make it here always with you and his holy topics for the change in this Bible, which we've been asking questions about. How can you guys get this much information out of this one book? Well, the person who can answer the books, the birds of your tail. Your help, here is you should eat the simple and sober space. We wouldn't want to read out also rehearsing the righteous path. This is information that you can either seek or refer to the further. You now find God in the graces of the truth of the spirit of your tail. The open engineer from 6 to 1 to 9 p.m. On the days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and at the same side, no class on Tuesday. But we do this on the class. And the top part itself is Friday, 
what WCC saying, fear. It's way more than that, but we ain't going to tell you the new figure. Well, that's on you, WCC. Well, we clears over 900,000 strong and 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 chicken. But one thing about it, the box tail been living, turn that one up. So, Mr. Elder Mr. Tia, sick of time and let the world hear over 900,000 strong on tape number 70. You're on the clock. Come on. Once again, Yaqua Bush is here as well. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. Among a cast of over 900,000 listeners. And you always hear me say that is a good thing. Because the more people that receive Yaqua's word, the better it will be. Because there will be more of us celebrating unto Yaqua. Then those that don't celebrate Yaqua and try to pull you into other beliefs or other Bibles or their own distorted thinking, you have to remember, that's their job. They're called the non-righteous, and their job is to lead you astray. Like I mentioned before, they have a lost and confused understanding. We're here to help guide you through times like this, dark times, cloud bumper gums for righteous learning, and Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry that comes to you live and opens you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible, and first and foremost about Yahweh's Word, learning how to connect the books, your help, tools that you should eat and keep in the Sabbath days. And we do all this because you have not, and this is the information you have came to seek and now have found out in the voices of the true Israelites. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And having no class on Tuesday, but we do have a Sabbath class. The top part of Sabbath is Friday. That class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. And the online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this on any search engine, enter tribeyada.com. Once you do that, you will find again tribeyada.com dash Israelites. When you click that, you'll come to a big liner where you'll see some choices, and one will be tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. On any other device, you possibly may see menu. But after clicking that, you'll still see choices. Still follow the tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. Verse 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, you kindness of the people. Give unto the Yahweh, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh, alive. 
also for building that school, which is very well needed for biblical teaching. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Hallelujah. Also on there, don't forget to check the calendar. The calendar will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible face days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. It's a feature that's available during our broadcast time. And to get there, this time just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after clicking it, look for Voices of the Trizalites, Tribe of Yadda. And click the red live button as soon as it appears. You can put you right into our live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua Online. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other number is 224-600-5579. This will be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six and nine camps of God's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. Now, I have to remind you on here, I just close the click, followed by a dial tone. We used to get that quite often. People calling, trying to teach rather than to learn. Also, by calling this number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, answering many memos, and even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear discouraging downtime. Now, for those of you who have maybe missed the beginning of our program, you can catch the entire show today after 9.15 p.m. Friday's program time is repeated after 10.30. And to do that, just enter three words again, Yaqua Radio Live. And when you look, find Voices of the Trizalites, Tribe of Yadda, and just choose the program that you're already logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. And during our normal Bartel broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on PalTel. PalTel can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, or computer. Just make sure you've downloaded the PalTel app. These days, you can even use your smartwatch. Just make sure you have the PalTel app, and we will be listed under ethnic group. African American. When you get there, look for voices of the Trizalites, Tribe of God Down. Our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. We will be working also for your Bible education. Online air to answer the on the table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Seer Israel, writing as shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And you'll find the broadcast ends before teaching time. 
we will continue our teaching on Talk. Yaqua, I'll be with you all. But you know, I always give you that continuing reminder that when we're given the scriptures to speak by the seal, be quick to hear and slow to speak so the words of Yaqua will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yaqua and not to the confusion. So we as teachers have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. So before we turn our program over to our senior Israel, as usual, we'll make a short reminder that we were speaking a bit about foods and health yesterday. And most people know that healthy foods can contain cholesterol, but they're also on certain diets, you know, there's a such thing as good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. These are things that most of us look for when we're on food diets. Also, somebody came and says, other tips, you know, the CF's talking about corn, corn. Well, corn has had starches in it. I says, okay, just like they have bad cholesterol, they have good starch and bad starch also. And if the people did research, they would find that out. Now let's look at that. You can find this online. It says starch and starchy foods often get a bad rep. We know that. But like carbohydrates in general, not all starches are unhealthy. Starches that are slowly digested or not digested at all, in the case of resistant starch, can be beneficial for health and disease prevention, especially by supporting your gut health, which the seer often speaks on. And you wonder, are there any healthy starches? Yes, there is. Corn, surprisingly enough, rice, and grains are an excellent choice of starchy foods. They give us energy. They're low in fat and a good value for the money we spend. There are many types to choose from, including all kinds of rice, such as quick-cooked, massive, long-grain, brown, short, and wild. These are all good, healthy foods. And what are the healthiest forms of starch? That might be a question after asking that. Healthy examples of starch include whole grains, as I've said before, beans, glumerates, Bananas, which we speak about also. Cooked and well-cooked starches. Starchy foods may not always get respect, but they have a crucial role in your diet. They can be nutritious, versatile, tasty. But choosing the right starchy foods can be overwhelming. You know, we look at even oatmeal. Oatmeal is what people use for certain diets, you see it advertised. Oatmeal contains about 60% starch and 14% protein. And in contrast to other grains, oats are highly in protein and lipids. The digestive feature of oats is rich. The rich content of dietary fiber, especially solutable glutens, as for the micronutrients, oats are particularly rich in potassium. So these are something to think about. An extra note 
to go along with yesterday's information of using the Bible as a shopping list. But all the foods that I mentioned, if you guys have taken notes, you can almost use the Bible as a shopping list, as I mentioned before. So we'll turn our program over to our seer Israel, and we'll get started with some teaching. Hallelujah. Yaqua. All right, you know, hallelujah, bro. Well, that's, that was excellent in the project. And it, I said, again, our job is to bring out the information. And no doubt about it. So we're going to see who's coming on stage again. Um, we're going to see who's on stage. I think we see uh, Claudia Yaqua. Claudia Yaqua there. Claudia Yaqua. Let's see if that daughter coming on stage for uh, Get in that microphone and, and do a part and take number seven. So when you get your daughter, Yaqua, by saying, Daughter Yaqua, Yaqua, get your C right. Yaqua, bless you, Sir Israel, C. Roy. All right, Sir Israel, oh, C. Roy. Excellent, daughter. Daughter Yaqua. And we see Brother Joe. Let's see if Brother Joe coming on stage for the ninth episode. Brother Joe, Israel. Yaqua, get your Brother Joe. Let's see, is that Brother Joe going to say? Let's see. Is that Brother Joe? Brother Joe Israel. Y'all probably be there see right. Well, you can't hear Brother Joe right now, but Brother Joe, when your microphone get ready, just say hallelujah, and you know that you be part of tape number 70. So all you got to do once you, your microphone is cleared up, just say hallelujah, and then we hear you. And then we'll get you part of take number seven. We also have uh, Mother E. Mother E. Mother E comes to say. Mother E comes to say. Listen, I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. I'm in it to win it. I know what time it is. I'm in it to win it. So, um, Mother Mother E. And we know Mother V will be giving a commentary a little bit later. And like I said, but Joe, once you uh, got your microphone all cleared up and just say, Yaqua be with you. Yaqua bless you. Then we know you're ready to uh, participate in take family. So, Mother Eve, one of the most I can want. Yaqua be there, see right. Yaqua bless you, see Israel. I'll see you, brother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, brother, Mother. Well, we know Mother Eve saying, see, listen, put them on the table. And I, and I, take some notes and I give a commentary on what's talked about or something different if y'all want to give it to me. All right, there, Mother Z. All right, good enough. So, um, hey, y'all, Mr. Kill, let's see if we take a look at what it says in Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Let's see what's going on in Luke 12, 12. Okay. Going to the book of Luke. Chapter 12, verse number 12. Book of Luke, chapter 12, verse number 12 says, For the righteous spirit will give you in the same hour what you ought to say. Well, you need to read that again. Uh, it'll take the time to look at it real carefully. Remember, you got over 900,000 strong on the international side, so... Uh, you look at it real carefully what it says and deliver the knockout blow in Luke chapter 12, verse 12. One more time there, 
Okay, in the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse number 12, it says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. The righteous spirit is a teacher, Elder. He'll teach you in that very same hour what you ought to say. And, and, and always and always understand one thing in Romans chapter 3, verse 4. we got to always understand this, Elder. In Romans chapter 3, verse 4. What does it say in the Elder, Mr. Kerr? What does that say? Romans chapter 3, verse number 4 says, Have you suffered so many things in vain? If it be yet in vain. Uh-huh. Oh, wait again, I, I think I better do that again. Yeah. I better do that again. Well, hold on, hold on, Mel. That's what the kid give us, give us thoughts in there. Now, remember, we got over 900,000 strong. And, and, and you know, the elders got to get these teachers right. So these elders got to make sure they're on point. So these teachers got to get right. Let's get these teachers right, elders. So take your time look at that. That Romans chapter three, verse four, real carefully and deliver your knockout blow and come out. Okay, we got to make sure our eyes are straight and clean, so we're reading the same. Romans chapter three, verse number four says, "Yahweh forbid, ye, yet Yahweh be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mm-hmm. mightest be justified." And thy saints, and mightiest overcome, for thou art judged. Uh-huh. So we got to make sure we clear that no nothing supersedes Yahweh's words. If Yahweh call a hand, then that's the end of it. Matter of fact, uh, daughter Yahweh, let's see when we uh take a look at. We're going to Saint John chapter six. Daughter of Yahweh, and we're going to pick it up around by verse number. St. John chapter 6, there, daughter of Yahweh, and we're going to read down to verse 38. Let's see the said. Daughter of Yahweh, we're going to go up to take 70, and St. John chapter 6, verse 31 down. To verse number 38. Daughter of Yahweh, you're on the clock. Come on. St. John chapter 6, verse 31 through 38 reads Our fathers did eat mac in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Verse 32. When Yahweh, the son of Yahweh, the father, YHWH, said unto them, Truly, truly, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my father giveth you the true bread from heaven. Verse 33. For the bread of the Yahweh, YWH, is he which comes down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Verse 34. Then said they unto him, YWH, Yahweh, evermore. Give us this bread. Verse 35. Then YWH, the son of YWH, the father, Yahweh, said unto them, I am the bread of life. 
He that comes to me shall never hunger. He that believes on me shall never thirst. Verse 36. But I said unto you that ye also have seen me and believe not. Verse 37. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that comes to me I will in no wise cast out. Verse 38. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. Mm-hmm. Oh, listen there, daughter. So he comes so is in the presence of doing the will of the mighty one. He said he came down from heaven to do his own will. Now, daughter, we're going to run over to the 10th chapter and get a precept on that, daughter. We're going to get a precept on that in 10 verse 1, and then we'll skip down to verse number 7, down to verse number 16. Let's get a precept on that, daughter. We're going to St. John chapter 2 verse 1. They're going to skip down to 7, down to verse number 16. Daughter of Yahweh. Uh, put that daughter of Yahweh out there, but put, put her on, on, on this way. Daughter of Yahweh. Put on this way. 10-1. Come down to verse number 16. Now come on. John chapter 10, verse 1, and 7 through 16. Yeah, 17, 16, that's good enough, daughter. Come on. Okay. St. John chapter 10, verse 1 reads, Truly, truly, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbing up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Verse 7. Then said the wife, W.H.D. Yahweh, unto them, Again, Truly, truly, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. Verse 8, all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. Verse 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in... He shall be saved. He shall go in and out and find pastors. Verse 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Verse 12. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not, fear the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catches them and scattereth the sheep. Verse 13, the hireling fleeth because he is an hireling and cares not for the sheep. 
verse 14. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. Father knoweth me, even so knoweth I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. Verse 16. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Then also I must bring. Them also I must bring. And they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Mm-hmm. Uh, read on. Uh, that was excellent. Um, let's look at uh, out of that. I draw two things out of that verse. Look at ten and sixteen again, there, dog. Read verse Saint John ten, verse number ten and sixteen. There, dog. Come on. Saint John chapter ten, verse ten and sixteen. Verse ten. The thief cometh not, but for to steal. And to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Mm-hmm. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there mm-hmm. shall be. One fold and one shepherd. Oh, you got you got a whole lot of meat, a whole lot of big pieces of meat on that song. Got a whole lot of stuff there. So, um, uh, Mother Eve, you got a whole lot of meat on. You got a whole lot of meat to look at these right here. And see, that's why we we come humble and we not anti anybody. But daughter just dropped a whole lot of precepts of meat in this. So now, daughter read in 10 verse 10 about this thief. This thief don't don't mean you no good. So this thief don't mean you no good, daughter, he say. Uh, mother, can you help those see out in Ezekiel 33, 15? Can you give me an idea of who this thief don't mean you no good? This thief, he said, this thief don't mean you no good. He come to rob, steal, and kill. The thief. So, mother, mother Eve, let's see me precept this thief real quick, so we be clear. But we gotta know what to look for, because he said I'm the bread of life and all that good stuff. So let's find out about this thief, mother. Let's go to Ezekiel 33:15 and take a peek at this thief, mother. Come on. Look at Ezekiel. Chapter 33, verse 15. If the wicked restored the pledge given again that he had robbed, walk in the statutes of life without committing iniquitous sin, he shall surely live. He shall not die. So this wicked, so this wicked is this thief. That come to rob, steal, and kill. So this is wicked. It's, that's the thing. But but he leaves it open for this wicked mother that he got to if he give back what he robbed, then he have an opportunity to be in that number. 
He said a thief got to do that. So uh, it's a thief in this Bible, mother. That we better find out who his thief is in this Bible. And what has he robbed, mother? His thief. But he said if he give back and repent on everything he undid, then he will live. The thief will live. That's what he's saying. But the thief got to give it up. So let's precept that to Hebrews chapter 12, mother 16 and 17. Let's see exactly what thief he's talking about. Got to give it up and turn the loose. Let's see. You got to repent. What thief are we talking about that we can read there, mother? Mother Hebrews chapter 12, 16, 16. 16. Yeah. 16 and 17. Mother, we need to find about this thief. Yes, yes ma'am. Hebrews chapter 12. Verses 16 and verse 17. Let there be in the fornication of profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meal sold his birthright. Verse 17. For well, you know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. For well, he found no place of repentance. Though he thought it kept the tears. Although he'll cry up and talk a whole whole lot of stuff. He'll talk, he'll talk a whole lot of yang yang, mother. But he ain't going to do right, mother. He ain't going to do right. Now, I was looking at, um, and, I, and I was looking at someone as the history book I was looking at. And it's called The Critical Review. Uh, um, A-N-N-N-A-L-S and of literature by S-O-C-I-E-T-Y of Gentlemen. book was written in 
those that don't believe in the Christian religion reduce them into a perpetual slavery. So there you go right there. So he granted them the, the unknown land, which was America, Brazil, and all that stuff. He granted the Portugal and Spaniards this. But he said, if you find anybody that's not a Christian, reduce them to perpetual slavery. Yeah. So now, that is. Now, and who had the first order of this? This is on page 172 of this book. The first order was given to the Portugal and who was the first shipment that came out? The history of the Spaniards enslavement of the black African Negroes. Beginning with the Portugal and Spaniards captain. So we're just going to spell a name out. We're not going to tell you nothing about the name. Because we'll get more calls on you pushing up the name. A-N-T, A-N-T-A-O. G-O-N-C-A-L-B-E-S and N-U-N-O-T-R-I-S-T-A-O. These were the ones that driven the first ship in 1441 from Portugal, the Negro, Judah, Benjamin, and Levi, and Simeon, to all these other places called Brazil and in, in America. So that's the history. So the thief started in 1441. The thief is Pope Nicholas V. He the one gave his paper bull. He claimed a land that was not even his. And but he had he had the Portugal and Spain duke that he was the vicar and replacement of the mighty one. And that's why we read earlier, you're supposed to hear this man's voice from this Bible. See, but the world is hearing this man's voice, the Roman Catholic Church Pope today. And Pope Nicholas is the one that ordered the Atlantic slave trade. He ordered that slave in 1441. So there you go. So the first Order, and we know who the who, who driven the first ships and everything. But all this relies on Pope Nicholas V. And we gave you the book. You know, this book was written in 1783 on page 141 and 42. It tells you exactly who started the slave trade, but it started in 14. So stop all that 16, what they call it, 1619 stuff. No, no. The Pope started this in 1441. So we're going to throw that on tape. We're not going to get on that. And, then, and like I said again, and this book is written in 1783 on page 141, 142. You find out all about who did what. So that's the piece that you need to find out about. And now, <laughs> now, so now we're going to find out even I even read a statement about, I don't know if y'all, 
if anybody ever read the book called uh, Before the Mayflower. I I read the book Before the Mayflower. And this uh Jim R. Bessie, he said he said some things in that book about this Negro. He and, and he talked with a bark sound. I was gonna read a couple of little quotes out of this book called Before the Mayflower, a history of the black American by um Leon uh, Bennett, L U R O N E Bennett Jr. Let's see what he said. That's what he said here. That's what he said. He barked about something. He said, I'm very upset with the with the slave and the slave holders. I'm very upset upset with them. He says, I'm very upset with them. He says, and with and the slave, the slave, he said, what about the slave? Do what he said about the slave. He said, men's he saw must not only be dissatisfied, they must be so dissatisfied they will act. They will act. They will do some action. He says he holds slaves. He holds slaves. Their life were so miserable that even death should be an improvement. He said, he said, you got some African-American Negroes that always want to get along to get along. That's what Jimmy said in his book. He said, hey, they brought just, like you say, wait on the Lord. But they got no action in them whatsoever. And I'm gonna keep telling you always, Yahqua is gonna. Now, now this is he said. Now this is what this is what uh Bessie said. Then what he say here? He made he said something big. Now let's see what he says here. Bessie, and, and Bessie said he quoted the Bible, Deuteronomy 28. He quoted to them Deuteronomy 28. But he, this is what he said. But look what what Bessie said. He said. But he warned that Yahweh helped those who helped himself. It, is, it was necessary to strike first blow. Also, everywhere, the word of Joshua was on his lips. He said, he said you know, he said, your problem is, African-American Negro, you react to everything. You're not progressive in anything. And that would that would um be told the Mayflower free um the Black America by L E R O N E Bennett Jr. So so put it up and listen on some stuff he said. And he, he said, listen, this Negro, African American Negro, he just sitting around waiting on but now we gotta get a precept on that. Let's even get a precept on that now. So, see, this Negro is just waiting on something. Now, Elder Mr. Tibbs, I need a precept on that. I need a precept on that in the book of Matthew, chapter 11. 
Let's see, see what it says. Let me get a precept there. See, the Almighty is telling you how this thing going to unfold. You're going to have to get some order about yourself and how it's going gonna, it's gonna to unfold. Because say, the thief come to steal, kill, and all that good stuff. But we want to get a precept on on what Bessie says out of his book, that this Negro bears the weight on the Lord. He's not going to react to anything, and he's not going to get in order. He's not going to get in order. He's going to try to object to the system of the thief. Wherever the thief going to sit up, he's just going to make adjustment into the thief, never coming back to this Bible to make adjustments. Let's see what it says, uh, Elder Wood can read in Matthew chapter 11, and we're picking the verse number 11. Let's read till we get our point. 11 down to verse number 12. Uh, St. John chapter um, 11, verse 11 and verse 12. What did it say there, Elder, Mr. Tibbs? She's back on the clock. Come on. Elder, Mr. Tibbs. You're back on the clock. Come on. Hey, pick it up, daughter. Ella is entertaining something. Uh, hey, daughter, y'all, pick it up. St. John chapter 11, verse 11 and 12 reads. These things said he, and after that he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth. But I go, that I may awake him out of sleep. Verse 12. Then said his followers, Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, if he sleeps, he shall do well. Well, hold on, daughter. Hey, daughter. Hold on a minute. I'm in uh, St. John's. Uh, matter of fact, I, that was good. But uh, I'm looking right at Matthews. I don't know why I'm calling St. John, I got distracted myself. So I got distracted myself there, daughter. Make that Matthew chapter 11. The WCC is throwing me all type of in your wonder signs and distracting those fear right now. But let me hold it together because something's going to come out of this in a minute. 11, verse 11 and 12 of Matthew's there, daughter. Daughter, Yahweh, come out. Matthew chapter 11. Verse 11 and 12 reads, Truly I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there have not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until the kingdom of heaven suffers by and the violence taketh it by force. He said, and the, the violence, they just, see, see they, taking it, they taking your kingdom by force. He said, to, from since the days of John the Baptist to now, he said, um, he said, your kingdom was taken from you by force. You see that? He said, Yo, you got hit in the mouth to lose your kingdom. See, you got... Hit in the mouth. And that's how you lost your kingdom. 
See? You got to hit them up. <laughs> and, and, and Becky told you plainly, listen, you about to strike first sooner or later, you got hit in the mouth. That would happen to you. The reason you ain't got your kingdom, you got hit in the mouth. He said, it ain't coming by observation. You, it ain't coming to you by sitting on the dog of the bay. That's what he said. It ain't going to come to you. You're not going to get your kingdom back by sitting on the dock of the bay. You lost your kingdom, and they violently hit you in your mouth. Like you Hey, dog. Let's read soundly in the 23rd chapter, verse 20, verse 24. Exactly who hits you in your mouth and help your kingdom. See, now, you got hit in the mouth. That's how you lost your kingdom. Now, we go on and read the, read the actual 70 AD when you got hit in the mouth and your kingdom of heaven was taken from you. We're going to read right now. We're going to 21st chapter of Luke, verse 29 to verse 24. That's how you lost. And, and, and that's what he said in his book. He said, you Negroes sitting on the dock of the bay, you need to be hit in the mouth. You don't want to strike faith. You waiting on the Lord to come. And that's what he got in his book. So he's going to be some that's going to raise up and say, wait a minute. Let's start with this Bible saying, because if we got hit in the mouth, we need to know who heals in our mouth and what should we do about it. Huh? See? That's it. So you find so that book, go online and bring up Bessie uh, and just read before the Mayflower. She's going to tell you about you got hit in the mouth. That would happen to you. He said, well, you got to strike first. So what, uh, you know, but how, you know how you strike first now? Learn this word and apply it. That's how you strike first. No, you don't do no violence. You can't win. You can't beat this man no violence. The way you're going to beat this man today that's in power, you must learn his word and be an action of his word. If you do his word, y'all going to take care of the rest of it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. If you do what the Bible saying, y'all got no choice but to intervene. So this is what you got to understand first. You must learn the Bible and be an action Jackson in the Bible. Now, let's see who's in your mouth that we can read. I mean, big time. Get you dead in your mouth. Get your mouth bleeding and dragging you by your mouth. It's fine already now. Luke 21, 29, verse 24. Y'all, y'all, come on. Luke chapter 1, verse 20. Verse 21. Luke 21, verse 29, verse 24. Take a time that dog and deliver the knockout blow in. Luke 21. Verse 29 and verse 24. Luke chapter 1, verse 24. Verse, and what you shall see, Yahweh Judah compass with armies. Then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. Verse 25. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains. And let them which are in the midst of it depart out. And let not them that are in the country enter therein too. 
Verse 22. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. Verse 22. But woe unto them that are with child, to them that are given suck. In those days, for there shall be great distress in the land and wrath upon these people. Verse 24. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Yahweh shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. He said, he said, he said, you're going to be trod down, your land going to be, your kingdom of heaven going to be trod down by the Gentiles until their time be fulfilled. So now you clear who in your land now is the Gentiles. So whoever in your land now, they are the Gentiles, and their time is up once the prophecy be fulfilled. So you see that? So who in the land of Israel today, the land of Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Simeon, the Gentiles. So you can Google your map, and you can look right over there now and look whoever in Israel today running things, they are the Gentiles. And they time, they're going to be there until their time is fulfilled. See? So now you know clear. So now, so whoever you see over there in Israel today, with they fat mouth going, they are the Gentiles. So that's who hit you in your mouth, the Gentiles. And they're going to continue to hit you in your mouth until their time be fulfilled. So now you know who in the land now, the Gentiles. Yeah. The Gentiles got to give back what they have robbed. And what they have robbed, Elder Mr. Deal, let's see what they got to give back. If they got to give back what they have robbed, what, the, what have they robbed that we can read? He said, until the Gentiles give back what they have robbed and repent. Let's find out who these Gentiles they got to give back what they robbed and they got to repent. We go on to the 35th chapter there, Elder Mr. Gill, and we look at verse 5 down to verse 10. Let's find out exactly who these Gentiles that's going to be in your land until they find people here. What is their name and what they, what have they robbed that we can read? Let's see what's going on in Ezekiel 35, 5 out of verse 10. Come on there. Here, look, see if, come on. Okay, in the book of uh, Ezekiel, we're looking at uh, chapter 35. Chapter 35 of Ezekiel, and reading verses 5 to verse number 10. Verse 5 says, Because thou hast had a perpetual hatred and hast slayed the blood of the family of Israel by the force of the sword in the time of their calamity, 
in the time that their inquiry sins had an end. Sixth, therefore, as I live, saith the Yahweh, I will prepare thee unto blood, and blood shall pursue thee. Sit, thou hast not hatred blood, even blood shall pursue thee. Seven, thus I will make Mount Seir most desolate, and cut off from it him that passes out and him that returned. Eight, and I will fill his mountains with his slain men, and thy hills, and in thy valleys, and in all thy rivers shall they fall that are slain with the sword. Nine, I will make thee perpetual desolations, and thy city shall not return, and ye shall know that I am the Yahweh. Ten, because thou hast said, these two nations and these two countries shall be mine, and we will possess it whereas the Yaqua was there. Yeah. So now so now we are soundly showing you soundly who is this Gentile in your land. He in your land in America, and he in your land in Israel. And he's gonna be there until it's time be fulfilled. But it's time is is not gonna be fulfilled by you watching the same by so now you clear about who in your land, the Gentiles. What's the Gentiles' name? Esau and his five sons. They the one got your land. And they're going to be in that land by hitting you in your mouth until their time be fulfilled. The only way you're going to get your, this land back, you're going to have to wake up and come back to this fire. That's why it's not going to end up in a being because you because you moan of uh, uh, whining, moaning and groaning. We'll get a case in point in the fifty first chapter by let's see if we bring Mother D up Israel. We see Mother D up Israel came in to the room. She coming on stage, so you know she's coming on stage to holler that microphone. So Mother D up Israel you know that Who's in the land right now is the Gentiles. And who these Gentiles is is Esau and his five sons. And the only way the children of Israel going to get it back, they must have turned back to Yahweh as Israel. So right now, the children of Israel is disobedient. Let's get a case in point of what he says. In Isaiah 51, Mother Dear of Israel. First of all, let's lead and greet up to Mother Dear of Israel. Mother Dear of Israel, one of the most out of count one. Yahweh, Israel, bless you, see Israel of C. Royal. Hallelujah, Yahweh.
This is for a chapter, mother. I, I, I need to pull the rabbit out the hat. I, I need to get warmed up in that. So let me, um, yeah, yeah, you need to add something after that. That's just because it's chapter. And I, I want to see what I got to add to it, mother. And if this is for a chapter, I got to add, mother, verse number 15. Pick it up on by verse number 16. Yeah, start at 16 before we get an idea of who he's talking about. And you can look at 16 and 17, mother. Yeah, Israel. Then we'll get down to verse 20. Let's make sure we're clear about who he's talking. This same thing we read about out of that book of Before the Mayflower. He's talking to a people. Let's find who he's talking to that we can read. And now of there 51, verse 16, 17, 29, verse 23. Mother, be helped Israel. Be royal. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 51. Verses 16, 17, 20 to 23. Isaiah chapter 51, verse 16 reads, And and I have put my words in your mouth, and I have covered you in the shadow of my hand, that I may plant the heavens and lay the foundation of the earth. And say unto Judah, Thou art my people. Verse 17. Awake, awake, stand up, O Judah, which has drunk at the hand of Yahweh the cup of his fury. Thou hast drunken the drag of the cup of trembling and Wound them up, out. Um, eight, not verse twenty. <laughs> Thou sons have fainted; they lie at the head of all the streets, as a wild bull in a net. They are full of fury of Yahweh, the rebuke of your Yahweh. Twenty-one. Therefore, hear now this, thou afflicted and drunken, but not with wine. 22. Thus says Yahweh, your Yahweh, Yahweh of Yahweh and Yahweh that planet, I mean, that planet, the cause of, no, that plead. I can't get that word together. The cause of his people. Behold, I have taken out of thine hand the cup of trembling, even the drag of the cup of my fury. Thou shalt no more drink it again. 23. But I will put it into the hand of them that afflict you, which have said, which have said to you, your soul, thou soul, bow down that we may go over and thou hast laid thy body 
as the ground and as the streets to them that went over. <laughs> he said, what well, he said, you have said on your own, you skinning and grinning before them white folks. You saying, even this day, you skinning and grinning before them white folks, Esau replied some, and you, and you saying, just walk all over my body. And a soon later, you will have a, to help me out. Is that what you're saying? Because I'll be saying, he's talking to a people called Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. He said, you don't got so bad now that you waiting on this man to get you back on your track. He said, this Edom ain't coming to you by observation. You got hit in the mouth. That's how you lost your kingdom. And all the way you don't get it back, you got to stick your Bible in the mouth. You can't hit nobody in the mouth now because you're going to lose. You want to hit this Bible in the mouth and be a more doer and y'all going to come in. So he said, I want to take the cup and put it on them. But but, but y'all spirit, and that was that book we was reading about, we sold the Mayflower, but your spirit ain't right. Everything you got written in this Bible, you still cameo and you're not doing it. I told you exactly what I'm saying. You can't follow them. They got to follow you. And number 15, 15, 16, and 29. But look what we're doing. We're still following this nation. Headed by the white man and the white woman. Huh? We following everything they tell us to do. You got a great big feast coming up. You ain't paying it no never mind. The feast days is a sign of you knowing exactly what to do on a certain time that he's coming up. Harry tonight, it's the feast day. The feast is to let you know exactly what he's going to do. He's going to be clear that this is the deliverance of the children of Israel. This is what I'm going to deliver you. But you ain't paying nothing, no never mind. See? You're just casual, and that was what uh, was saying. He said, he said, this Negro Death is better for this Negro than read the book yourself. Call me for the Mayflower by Benny. Pull the book up on the internet and read it a little bit and see what Bessie was saying. He said, this Negro, he's waiting on this man to have a conscience if to, and, and beg your apology that he hit you in your mouth. That was you waiting on. But, um, but Mother E, Mother E, let's see if we get a something on that, Mother E. Let's go to Ezekiel. See, we're waiting on him to have a conscience, but you're not waiting on something that's his Bible. He says in the 28th chapter, Mother E, Verse 45 to 50. And daughter Yahweh have me the 13th chapter of Ezekiel 1 down to verse 5. Now, mother, hey mother, mother E, what, what, what is going on that we can read and do the rhyme? Because remember, 
we read the early part of the lesson, you know, those that came on late on the international side or whatever. We read some out the before the Mayflower book. He said, this Negro is waiting. He said, he, he, he waiting, the white man and white woman, to say they sorry what they did. They are taking your land by hitting you in your mouth. And he's telling you, and he quoted them what was written in Deuteronomy. He, he, he brought out Deuteronomy and Joshua. That's what he quoted in his book. And we, we read a couple little passages in it. It's up to you to pull the book up and read a little bit of it and see what all he said. He said, do what he said again in his book. He said, but he warned that Yahweh helped those who helped themselves. It was necessary to strike the first blow also everywhere. The words of Joshua were on his lips. And he also quoted the book of Deuteronomy. This is before the Mayflower, a history of the black America by
the Yahweh, your Yahweh, with judgment and with gladness of mind for the abundance of all things. Verse 48. Therefore shall thou serve thy enemies, which Yahweh shall sin against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. <clears throat> Verse 49. The Yahweh shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the ends of the earth, as swift as the eagle flies, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. Verse 50. A nation of fierce countenance, we shall not regard the person of old nor show favor to the young. He said, he's going to bring a nation again to a prophesied that the nation was going to hit you in your mouth. The nation was going to hit you dead in your mouth, and he don't care about your gray head, grandparents, none of them. We'll hit them in their mouth too. He said, it's going to happen. He said, they're going to deliver you up because of one reason. You don't want to serve me the way I tell you that you agreed on serving me. You agreed on serving serving me, that's what he say, the way I got written in his book. You, you agreed on serving me. Matter of fact, let me uh, get a precept on that, L, Mr. Chill. Let me get a priest before I bring daughter Yahweh in. I need a precept on that. See, you agreed to serve me, and then once you agreed to serve me, then I may bow to you. And, I, and I'm telling you your position when you serve me. The seal cannot put a prey in for you because what he got written in Deuteronomy 26, 15, down to verse 21. And the Deuteronomy there, Elder. Let me let, let me show you. Moses came to the to the to the place for the children of Israel. And he was really doing prophecy. Because the ones that were with Moses, they were hmm, so so. But now we are no no. So in Deuteronomy twenty six, there Elder. Let's let's see Moses the seer. No, he's the he's the Yahweh. Aaron is the seer. Let's see what his prayer is all about. Fifteen down to verse twenty one. Take it down there and, and do your part. Come on. In the book of Deuteronomy, going to look at uh, chapter twenty six. Chapter twenty six, reading verses fifteen. Verse 19. Let me check and see. Deuteronomy chapter 26, reading verses number 15, which goes to 19. Verse 15. Look down from my righteous habitation from heaven and bless thy people Israel and the land which thou hast given us, as thou swearest unto our fathers, a land that followeth with milk and honey. 16. This day the Yahweh, the Yahweh, 
had commanded thee to do these statutes and judgments. Thou shalt therefore keep and do them with all thine mind and with all thine soul. 17. Thou hast avouched with the Yahweh this day to be thy Yahweh and to walk in his ways and to keep his statutes and his commandments of Torah instructions and his judgments and to hearken unto his voice. 18. And Yahweh had avouched these this day to be his peculiar people, particular people, as he had promised thee, that thou should keep all his commandments or instructions. 19. And to make thee high above all nations, which he had made in praise and in name and in honor, and that thou mayest be a righteous people unto the Yahweh, the Yahweh, as he had spoken. Mm-hmm. You said, you said, you said be a peculiar people, huh? Well, in the precept of the Bible, you know, in 7, verse 6, that word peculiar means what? When you precept the Bible and do it around in 7, verse 6. So when you see his word peculiar, you be a peculiar people to him. What is he saying? Only when you precept your Bible, you know what he's saying. Let's see he's saying do it around in 7, verse 6. What do you mean by Deuteronomy 7, verse 6. What does that mean, here? Deuteronomy, reading chapter 7, verse number 6 says, For thou art a righteous people unto the Yahweh, the Yahweh. The Yahweh, the Yahweh, had chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. See, your position is to be above all people. And see, that, and that's what the world knew. And that's what the Roman Catholic Pope knew in 1441. He, he was a Roman Pope, and he knew what he had to do because he could not rule his kingdom right as long as you know that you are the children of the book and your position to be high above all nations. See, you're not equal to you're not equal to anybody. You're above all people, and they knew they had to get that case out of your mouth, and they don't got it out of your mouth. Now you now you have lost all traces of that. Now, daughter, I know you're holding something from the daughter, but I but the nothing seriously. Yeah, see, put that down for a minute. Put that down for a minute. And let's analyze a verse out of Lamentation with past Jeremiah, daughter Yahweh. Let's analyze 2.14 first. You want to analyze 2.14, daughter Yahweh, in Lamentation? Let's analyze one verse first because he says they knew that if you continue reading this Bible and you have the proper leadership showing you exactly if you get into something, how to get out of it. So they always going to come and cook with you. Let's see how they're going to do it when Jeremiah talks about it in Levitation 2.14. Hey, daughter Yahweh, what do Levitation 2.14 say? Lamentation chapter 2, verse 14 reads, Thy fears 
have seen vain and foolish things for you. They have not discovered thy iniquity to turn away thy captivity, but have seen for you false burdens and cause of banishment. And that will cause banishment. That will cause you reading banishment. That's exactly right, daughter. He said your leaders, your overseers have caused you to see vain things. And what they put on you is false burdens. They don't tell you that Yahweh got order about things, and they don't tell you that Yahweh says you got to you got to call whatever you own by this Bible. You got a false burden on you. You think you come another way? It ain't gonna happen. You got false burdens on you. You doing false burdens right now? What you doing now? You paying the Saturday no never mind. You paying the fringes no never mind. You play the, uh, it's called now the feast days. Come up and get it, no, never mind. You're not doing nothing this Bible tells you to do, and you're putting on false burden. Well, I can do it as I see it. It don't work like that. What we're telling you that you got to make sure you make your calling a lesson sure according to the Bible. Because if you do these things, um, Oh, Mother Eve. Let's see what we got written if you do these things in Second Peter 1, 8 and 9. He say now, if you do these things, let me tell you do. In Second Peter, oh, Mother, the way he tell you do it, in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 8 and 9. Can you help those three out, Mother? And because right now we deal with false burdens all over the place. Everything is false burdens. We cameo in this man, and we're doing false burdens. What it says in Second Peter chapter one, verse eight and nine, Mother. What it says. Second Peter, Second Peter chapter one, verse eight and verse nine. Where well, these things be in you, and it bound, they make you, they make you that ye shall need to be. Bearing the unfruitful in knowledge of our Yahweh, Yahweh the Son. Verse 9. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see as far off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sin. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, read another verse, mother. Verse 10. Wherefore, the righteous brethren give diligence to make your calling and your elect sure. But if ye do these things, ye shall never fail. That's right. You, you got to never on your mother if you do what the man tell you do. You say if you do what the man tell you do, you got to never on you. See, he's telling you right now that you're going to have to do a Bible. Then you got a nail on you. Then you got a nail on you. Now, uh, what are you talking about? Mother D.F. Israel. Mother D.F. Israel. Who's he talking about that we can read? Who's he telling this to? 
for Jeremiah 31 down to verse 4. Who's he telling that they got a never on them if they do right? See, if you do Bible, he said you, you'll never fall. He said right now you're going to fail everywhere. But if you do Bible, you got a never on you. Let's see what it says in Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 1 down to verse 4. What did it say that Mother D of Israel? Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 1 and verse 2. Jeremiah 30, 1 down to verse 4, Mother dear Israel. Jeremiah 30, 1, 2, 3, 4, come on. Oh, okay. Jeremiah chapter 30, verses 1 to 4, and verse 1 reads, The word that came unto Jeremiah from Yahweh saying, verse 2, Thus speak Yahweh of Israel, saying, Write, you all the words that I have spoken unto you in a book. Verse 3, For lo, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will bring again the captivity of my people Israel and Judah, says Yahweh, and I will cause them to return to the land that I gave to their fathers, and they shall possess it. Verse 4, and these are the words that Yahweh spake concerning Israel and concerning Judah. So, these words concerning who, mother? Who, who, when you read this Bible, who are these words concerning? Israel and Judah. That's what it's concerning. And see, that's one of the greatest myths. Everybody teaching, but the people who teach these words concerning, look at the WCC, Royal Council Church. to you against Israel and against Judah and against all the nations from the day I spoke unto you from the day of Josiah even unto this day Josiah 
uh, to this day. Verse 3, it may be that the family of Judah will hear all the evils which I purpose to do unto them, that they may return every man from his evil way, that I may forgive their sins and their sins. So he said, and many of them are here. He's Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, led by Judah. He said, I want to forgive you, but you got to stop sinning against me. If you got to stop sinning against me, Judah, because remember, Judah, Benjamin is your right-hand man in life for you. And mm. Levi, Simeon, you know, they got to stop, they got to find Judah. And, and they got, and they got to, but Judah got to stop sinning against him. You know, that's what he's saying. Now, daughter Yahweh, and that second Peter, it was a precept laid up in there that I got to take a little peek at. So I got to hear it again, verse 8 and 9. What is that, daughter Yahweh, come up? Second Peter chapter 1, verse 8 and 9 reads, For if these things be in you, and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our YHWH, Yahweh the Son of Yahweh the Father. Verse 9, but he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off from his old sin. Mm-hmm. We know verse. I, I, I need no verse there, though. We know verse. Verse ten. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for a word called super in there, uh, daughter. What verse is that? He says uh, about a. Oh, Jeremiah 
Thus have the YHWH, the Yahweh, showed unto me. And behold, a basket of summer fruit. Verse 2. And he said, Amos, what is thou? And I said, a basket of summer fruit. Then said the YHWH Yahweh unto me, The end is come upon the people of Israel. I will not again pass by them anymore. Ain't that stuff? So now you see, now, now, you, now you know who was the evil, the evil that. That was Israel. Now let's, let's see what made them evil. Now let's back and see. Let's see exactly what made them evil. Bag up and pick up in verse number, and uh, bag up to the seventh chapter. Daughter Yahweh, let's see what made them evil. We go on and look at verse number eight. Let's see what made Israel evil. Israel. You know, the Bible's concerning Israel and Judah. What made them evil? You can read it. Amos 7, and pick up at verse number 8 down to verse number 12. Let's see what made them evil. Come on there. Y'all, y'all, y'all come up. Amos 7, verse 8 through 12 reads. Amos chapter 7, verse 8. And the YHWH Yahweh said unto me, Amos, what says that? And I said, a plumb line. Then said the YHWH, the Yahweh, Behold, I will set a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I will not again pass by them anymore. Verse 9. And the high places of Isaac shall be desolate. Temple of Israel shall be laid waste. And I will raise again the family of Jeroboam with the sword. Mm-hmm. Verse 10. Then Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent to Jeroboam, king of Israel, saying, Amos have conspired against thee in the midst of the children of Israel. The land is not able to bear all his words. 11 and 12. Verse 11. For thus Amos said, Jeroboam shall die by the sword. And Israel shall surely be led away captive out of their own land. Verse 12. Also Amaziah said unto Amos, O thou seest, go, flee thee away into the land of Yahdajudah, and there eat bread, and prophesy there. Now, 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 now do, do, do anybody on stage want to comment? You see how that Bible picks up itself? 
So which one is the evil fruit? Which one is this evil basket of the evil fruit? And, and, and which one is this good one? You see, I see a good one. And I see an evil one, too. So now, now you, you see how you left the Bible, preached up the Bible. So do anybody want to take that on this, on stage, uh, what, that dark saying that we read in, where it was in Second Peter 2, 1, verse 8, of the dark saying about this fruit. So do anybody want to take a shot at, uh, at, at what we just got to connecting this, what was he talking about? These two baskets, and one basket is evil and one is good, you know, but right now, even the one that's good is in bad shape. That's why the six anointed camp got to give it up and wake them up, wake them up. Who was here to shout what we just got to read? If I don't make a comment, let's see. Come on. All right. Crickets. Okay, no problem. We'll leave it alone. So we found out just talking about Judah, southern kingdom, Israel, northern kingdom. See, he letting you know when Amos came to tell northern kingdom, y'all got to tighten up. They ain't going to tighten up. See? So that's, that's what we're in. That's that evil fruit he's saying, basket he's saying. Him too fast. Now, mother, mother, dick, mother, mother, mother. Can you help to see out of the 19th chapter of 2 Samuel 19, 41 to 43, Mother, Mother Eve? Can you help to see out of 2 Samuel chapter 19, 41 to 43? What they say that, Mother Eve? 2 Samuel chapter 19. Second Samuel chapter nineteen, verse forty one and forty three. Forty one, forty two, and forty three. Second Samuel chapter nineteen, verse forty one. And behold, all the men of Israel came to the king, came to the king, and said unto the king, Why have our brethren, the men of Judah, stolen thee away, and have brought the king and his household, and all David's men with him over Jordan? 42. And all the men of Judah answered the men of Israel, because the king is near of, of kin to us. Oh, I'll read that again. Verse 42. And all the men of Judah answered the men of Israel, because the king is near of kin to us. Wherefore then be eat angry? But this matter, have we eaten at all of the king's cost? Or have he given us any gift? 43. And the men of Israel answered the men of Judah 
and said, We have ten parts in thee, king, and we have also more right in David than ye. Why then did ye despise us that our advice should not be first? Had had in bringing back our king and the word of the men of Judah were spirit than the word of the men of Israel.
He watching every move you make because he the one gonna come down and act. Let's read that precept. Let's read that precept of Elder Jill. Let's read that precept in the 49th chapter, verse 1, 8 down to verse 12 of Genesis. Let's read that precept, Elder Jill, and, and you can uh, drop a closing statement behind that one. It's time to go. I got away real quick. We got a late start on the ball cast anyway, but we, we wonder why, why do we have to play a tape for 45 minutes because we uh, participation wasn't ready to go. So you got to be, okay, you got to get ready for this thing. Once y'all go out in the beans, you got to get ready for this thing. You know, on some dust and junk rock. You gotta get your alarm gotta go off. I gotta be about this man's business to get that blessing. It's up to you. Let's see what it says in 49 verse 1, 8 down to verse 12. The elements feel the closing statement come up. Okay, 8 to 12. Which book was that? 49 verse 1, verse 8 to 12. 49 verse 1. Genesis 49, verse 1, and skip down to 8 through 12 and close the statement, Hill. In the book of Genesis, looking at chapter uh, 49, reading from verse number 1 and then from 8 to 12. Verse 1 says, And Israel called unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. Verse number eight says, Judah, thou art be woe, thy brother shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah is the lion's love. For the prey, my son, thou art gone up. He slid us down and crouched as a lion, and as an old lion, who shall rouse him up? Ten. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. 11. Binding his fowl unto the vine, and his ass's coat unto the choice vine, he washed his garments in wine, and his clothes in the blood of grapes. 12. His eyes shall be red with wine, and his teeth white with milk. So you see that the coming of Yahweh the Son coming? And the bottom line is, he said, Judah goes to have his word. The first one he coming to is Judah and take it from there. So Judah, you got to wake up. You got to lead by example. That's the prophecy of him coming. And, and when he comes back to earth, he's looking for Yah God Judah. He said, I got it now. You have done well done my good and faithful service. That's the prophecy. But Judah, you got your back bent down. You waiting, you waiting on somebody to do something for you. And y'all why I tell you, we get your act together, I'm coming in. Judah, the lead tribe. The northern kingdom got to follow you. You can't follow them. They got to follow you. All them tribes. Cold same hell to you on the clock come on. Once again, y'all bless you, Sir Israel, and thank you for uh, 
allow me to be in tonight's broadcast. Thank all the uh, people for listening. Thank the mothers. Thank the sisters. And I see that you can realize how important it is that we do realize Revelations chapter 1, verse 3, what it says. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that keep and hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein. For time is hand is at near. Hallelujah. Dead 
if me, if they, if the dead rise not, let us even eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Verse 33, be not deceived, evil commandments, corrupt, corrupted, good, good means, awake, good manner, awake to righteousness and sin, not for some have not the knowledge of Yahweh, I speak. This to your shame, verse 35. But some men will say, how are the dead risen up? Verse, and what in which, and, and with what body do they come? Verse 36, the Thou fool, they which that which they swore in not quicken except expect except it die, and that which they soweth they soweth not not that body they shall be shall be but bare grains it may change for wheat change from wheat change of wheat or of some other grain. But Yahweh gave it a body as it has pleased him and to every seed his own body. Verse 39, all flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh of man, another flesh of beast, another of fishes, and Another of birds, verse 40. These are also collective, cholesterol bodies and bodies, I don't know, tea, but the, but the covenant of the collective is one and the Covenant of the, I don't know the word, key, is another. Verse 41. These, there is one covenant for the sowing and another covenant for the moon and another covenant for the stars. For one star different from another star in the covenant. I don't know. Verse 42, and I'm going to stop here. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sold and corrupted. It is risen in 
incorrupt corruption. And I would say, Hallelujah, 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 Your gifts and decide your vows 
declare all your free will offerings which you give unto the Yahweh. Verse 44. And Moses declared unto the children of Israel the feast of the Yahweh. Where uh, the feast of Yahweh on seven months, the first day, is the feast of more of blowing the trumpet to Yahweh. Seven months, the first, when the sun set on the last day on the calendar, it is the feast of Saturday night. It is the feast of blowing the more of blowing the trumpet. What's going on, seven that mother? You on the clock, come on. Thanking and praising Yahweh for the class. Thanking and praising Yahweh for the teachers. Thanking and praising Yahweh for each and every one that's listening. And thank Yahweh that I'm able to listen. And I'm going to say hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah. 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 chapter 31 verses 5 through 8 verse 5 and as soon as the commandment came abroad the children of Israel brought in abundance the first fruit of corn wine and oil and honey 
and of all the increases of the field and the tithes of all things brought they in abundance. Verse 6, and concerning the children of Israel and Judah that dwell in the city of Judah, they also brought in the tithes of oxen and sheep and the tithes of righteous things which were consecrated unto Yahweh their Yahweh and laid them by heat. Verse 7. In the third month, they began to lay the foundation of heat and finish them in the seventh month. Verse 8. And when Hezekiah and the prince first came and saw the heaps, they blessed Yahweh and his people Israel. Is there? Is there now when they saw everything was done according to the Bible, so they heard the commandments on that seven month first day, more going trumpet, they got busy. They were paying for it because they want that blessing from Yahweh. And they got a blessing. And see, that's what it's all about. See, we got to look at the Bible, Judah. Judah, got to look at this Bible. You got to respond to this Bible with the urgency to get the blessing that, like Mother said, that we need. In the blessing that we need, the blessing only comes to Judah when he responds according to when the word go out, respond to it according to the Bible. Mother D of Israel until tomorrow around about six o'clock. Yahweh bids to see Roy. Which clothes saving he'll come up? Psalms twelve, verse six. I want to read two passages. Um, the word of Yahweh are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of the earth, purified seven times. Uh, Psalm 73, verse 17. Until I went into the temple of Yahweh, then understood I therein. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweah. That's the key. Understanding is in. When we get to the temple of Yahweh, I try to understand. I can't do this thing alone. You got to do it according to how you will understand this thing. That's the key. Daughter Yahweh, we're going to Nehemiah chapter 8. Look at 1 down to verse 3 and 6 down to verse 8. And verse number 14. Let's see. Let, no, no, we'll need 14. Let's look at Nehemiah, daughter Yahweh. We're going to Nehemiah chapter 8, 1 down to verse 3 and 6 down to verse 8. Come on, that daughter Yahweh, come on. Let me get that right. <laughs> Check it out of verse 9. Nehemiah 8, 1, 2, 3, 6 down to verse 9. Daughter of Yahweh, come on. Okay, Nehemiah chapter 8. Let me see. Nehemiah chapter 8, verses 1 through 3
Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 1. And all the people gathered themselves together as one man into the street that was before the water gate. And they spake unto Ezra, the scribe, to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the YHWH Yahweh had commanded to Israel. Verse 2. And Ezra, the priest, brought the law before the congregation, both of men and women. And all that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. Verse 3. And he read therein before the street that was before their water gate from the morning until midday. Before the men and the women and those that could understand. And the ears of all the people were attentive Unto the book of the law. Yeah, hold that point. Hold that point, dog. Hold that point. You see that? So all of us there, all of us listen to the law. So they ain't done away with it. Everybody on the seventh month first day, they were hearing the law. So you gotta hear the law first on the seventh day first day. You gotta hear the law first. Now this is at the more of blowing a trumpet, but you gotta hear first the law. What is what is the true reason you hear? I know we're going to eat them up, drink them up, and all that good stuff. But you got to come prepared to first to hear of the law. What is the seventh month, first day, what it's all about? Get down to verse 5, down to verse 9. 5 to 9, daughter, bring it. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 7 through 9. Verse 5, and Ezra opened the book and the all people, for he was above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. Verse 6, and Ezra blessed the YHWHD Yahweh, the great YHWHD Yahweh, and all the people answered, Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, why? We're lifting up their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshiped the YHWH Yahweh with their faces to the ground. Verse 7, and Jeshua and Benai and Cherubiah and Jamin, Akos, Shabbatai, whatever that is, Hodijah, Isaiah, Kalita, Azariah, Josh Abad, Hanan, Kalila, and the Levites caused the people to understand the law, and the people stood in their place. Verse 8, so they read in the book in the law of the YHWH Yahweh distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. Verse 9, and Nehemiah, which is the Tershaba, Tershaba, wait, 
Tershatha, Azra, the priest, the scribe, and the Levite that taught the people said unto all the people, This day is righteous unto the Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, your Yahweh, Y-H-W-H. Mourn not, nor weep, for all the people wept when they heard the word of the law. Hold that point. Hold that point. So now, so now you understand how you conduct the seventh day, first day. The first thing you must do is the people stand and they have to read the law. What is the reason you really here? Although you might got food every direction, the first thing you have to deal with is the law. That means the hear, the elders, the teachers. They got to get in and show the people the law first. What is the true meaning of the seventh month, first age? That is the key. Read verse 2 again there, daughter. Read 8-2. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 2. And Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation, both of men and women, and all that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. So now you see exactly all six anointed camps of horses of the Jewish life. You see exactly what you got to do first. If you want this man to intervene, you got to do what the Bible tells you to do. Congregation, all six of them, packed to the mat all over the world. The first thing you must do is show them the reasons that they are here. For the remorse of blowing the trumpet. They got to hear the law. Now, once they hear the law, look at verse 9. Nehemiah chapter 8. Verse 9, and Nehemiah, which is the Tershethah, and Ezra, the priest, the scribe, and the Levite that taught the people, said unto all the people, this day is righteous unto the YHWH, Yahweh, your YHWH. Yahweh, mourn not, nor weep, for all the people wept when they heard the word of the law. You see that? So they got to hear the word of the law first. Then what happened next? Read 10, and we'll read on down. We'll read, we'll read down to 10 down to verse 12, daughter. Come on. Nehemiah chapter 8. Verse 10 through 12 reads, Then he said unto them, unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is righteous unto our YHWH Yahweh. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the YHWH Yahweh is your strength. Verse 11. So the Levites filled all the people, saying, Hold your peace 
for the day is righteous. Neither be ye grieved. Verse 12. Verse 12. Stay away to eat and to drink and to send portions and to make great mirth because they had understood the words that were declared unto them. You got to be on top of the, the number one reason this day, seven month, Thursday, Saturday night is all about. They got to sit down and hear the reason why they here. The seal got to get a shot in. The elders got to get a shot in. The teachers got to get a shot in. You got to be clear about it. So understand something. It ain't about the low, it's about you understanding the reason that you're there. Won't you all out in the beam? You got to do Bible. Let's go to Second Ezra there, um, daughter. We're going to Second Ezra, chapter 2, speaking verse 37. Let's read a little bit. We'll read to get our point. Second Ezra 2, 37, we read to get our point. I'll, break, I'll stop you off when we get our point out the way. Second Ezra 2, 37. Let's talk about it. Come on. Second Ezra, chapter 237. Let's talk about it, dear daughter. Let's talk okay, about how on. we pull. Come on. Take your time. Let's talk about it. Come on. I have to get my book. Second Ezra, Second Ezra chapter, two. Second two. Ezra, chapter 2, verse 37. Read. Just keep reading until we get out of point. Okay, Second Ezra chapter two verse thirty seven reads Oh receive the gift that is given you and be glad, giving thanks unto him that have called you to the heavenly kingdom. Verse thirty eight. Arise up and stand. Behold, the number of those that be sealed in the feast of the YHWH Yahweh. Verse 39. Which are departed from the shadow of the world and have received glorious garments of the YHWH Yahweh. Verse 40. Take thy number, O Yahdah and shut up those of thine that are clothed in white, which have fulfilled the laws of the YHWH. So there it is. They was, they was, um, they was at the feast day, and they had their white garments on. They had their white garments on. They have fulfilled the law. So they got, they got what you call a James 520 in their pocket. Great fulfill the law with the white garments on. Let's look at uh, Numbers chapter 15, verse 37. And what was on them garments? What was on that we can read? Numbers 37. 15, 37 is read until we get our point. What was on them garments? Come on. Numbers chapter 15, verse 37 reads In the YHWH Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Verse 38, speak unto the children of Israel, 
and bid them that they make them fringes in the borders of their garments throughout their generation. They put upon the fringe of the borders a ribbon of blue. And it shall be unto you for a fringe that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the YHWH Yahweh and do them that you seek not after your own mind and your own eyes, after which you choose to go a whoring. That's right. So you got to pray it by the Bible to receive a blessing of the Bible. Let's go to Matthew 22, 10, down to verse 13. Pick up at verse 10, down to verse 13. Matthew 22, 10, down to verse 13. Matthew chapter 22, verse 10 through 13. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. Verse 11. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man which had not on a wedding garment. Verse 12. And he said unto him, Friend, how camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Verse 13, then said the king to the servant, bind him hand and foot and take him away and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He said, friend, he called him friend. Friend, you come in and you ain't got a wedding garment on, friend? He said, take him hand and feet, and throw them in the bottom of the lake of fire. So you see how it's important to follow his rules. Look what's read look, look right in the ninth chapter there, daughter. Look, look, look what it says in Matthew chapter 9, verse 21. Look at 9, 21. Matthew 9, 21. Matthew chapter 9, verse 21 reads, For she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, I may, I shall be whole. And then what happened? 22. Verse 22. But YHWH, the son of Yahweh, YHWH, the father, turned him about. And when he saw her, he said, God, be of good comfort. Thy faith have made you whole. Uh-huh. Made you whole, go ahead. And, and, and the woman was made whole from that hour. You see that? That's how important to understand that the blessing is in the garment of the fringes. You holding back your blessing, Judah. The blessing is in the fringes. With the ribbon of blue, that is the blessing. Yes. Yeah. Let's go to Revelation 
chapter 7. Yo, you want to go with me to chapter 7? We're going to pick up verse 7. 9, 13, and 14, and closing statements, daughter. Be back on the airwaves tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Those are coming on, on the airwaves. Be on time. Let's get going. Remember, this Yaqua's business. Always let the alarm go off on Yaqua's business. Revelation 7, verse 7, 9, 13, and 14, and closing statements. Daughter of Yaqua, come on. Revelation chapter 7, verse 7, 9, 13, and 14. Chapter 7, verse 7 reads, Of the tribe of Simeon, which sealed 12,000, of the tribe of Levi, were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Ishakar were sealed 12,000. Verse 9, After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds, and people, and tongues, thrones, and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Verse 13. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, what are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? Verse 14. And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said unto me, These are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So you see how important this thing is? That's end-time prophecy. The war that's going to get in is going to be having on that seventh day, third day, seventh month, first day, them white garments with them pressures on it because when we teach it this weekend, you understand how important that is. That's going to determine if you get into the kingdom. Don't y'all, why? on your part. Close the statement. Take your time. It's all yours. Come on. Okay. Hallelujah, why? I'm, I'm coming from Isaiah chapter 9. I'm going to read verse 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty Yahweh, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to 